This week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, it's time for our five-year adversary special! Hello and welcome to our fifth annual Podversary special. That's right. It's been five whole years of doing this stupid, stupid thing. <laughs> welcome to Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. Fuck you. We're still doing this. I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor and you cannot stop me. That's right, nothing has been able to stop us. Not not being paid for this, not not <laughs> being able to get onto Spotify into the last month or so. Definitely not a awful pandemic. Nothing has been able to stop Body Counts and Beer. Not even listener disinterest. <laughs> <laughs> the toughest abandonment. We're here and we're still fucking doing it. So guys, we're going to do the same thing we do every time we do one of these specials. We're going to begin. What is the best movie that we've watched over the last year? Oh, crap. We watched movies this, this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's hard. Someone was supposed it's to hard. provide us with a list of these movies. Yeah, which, uh, In my I defense, I did drinking. not know we were doing this until literally 40 seconds ago <laughs> when we hit record. Ooh, why don't you read the list and we'll just grunt at it? <laughs> yeah, that sounds, sounds, deli- sounds We were good. just talking about listener disinterest being our toughest yeah. foe. And then our way that we start this five anniversary is... What if we monotonely read a list of things that you, the listener, could easily look up if you had the interest to do so, which you don't, because then you already would have done so. So anyways, here we go. <laughs> the Crow. Bah. Oh. Shin Godzilla. Yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's yeah. my pick. That's the best movie. That's a good one. Ready Player One. Bah. Boo! Episode 100 special... Reeling in the beers. That's mine. <laughs> that was a good episode. Steely Dan's Asia is my favorite movie we watched. Uh, Mark, I would just like to applaud you for last week's episode. We uh, did an entire movie where the main villain was named Deacon Frost. And you uh-huh. at no point made a Steely Dan reference. That shows real restraint. And I appreciate it. He's doing it for the fans, people. He's doing it for the fans. Yeah, for That's you, right. disinterested listener. <laughs> Get more fucking interested! Yeah. We did an episode on Steely Dan. Yeah! Listener. We also Jerk. did... We also did <laughs> The Rock. Ooh, that was a good one. Cowboy Bebop the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we did uh, Top Gun and the... Uh, <laughs> The mini-sode for that episode was our, um, no, that was a mini, that was a mini-sode for something else. Uh, hold on. Uh, we did, no, no, it wasn't. Jesus, this podcast is on fire. (laughs) Okay, the mini-sode we did for Top Gun was our game show pitches, where based off of our one listener suggestion ever, (laughs) we created our game show pitches of people shooting things with machine guns in grocery stores. Yeah, I remember that. We did Top Gun. We did Stone Cold. We did The Road to Well (laughs) Phil. Yes, it played so much on Comedy Central, I don't know why. I mean, the real reason why is because it was the movie that they bought the rights to that month. Uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. 
League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Die Hard 2, Die Harder, uh, Star Trek 2, Wrath of Khan, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, of that course. did come out. That yeah, yep. That was December 2019. Yep. Uh, the Born Identity, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, John Wick Three, uh, Parabellum, Hard Target. That's another great one. Love me some Hard Target. It's sure. the most dangerous game, but in the Bayou. <laughs> That's true. And we get uh, fucking uh, what's his name. Wilford Brimley on a horse Wilford with a Brimley. Bow. There we go. Yep. That's what you want. Uh, and that's everything. That's everything going back to there. We had some pretty good mini-sodes, though. We all, we had a several quarantine recommendations episodes. We had our epic ranking the Star Wars not even close to a mini-sode hour <laughs> and six minutes. <laughs> Look, we did our the st- second worst Star Wars movie came out that week. What were you we going to do? Not rank the Star Wars movies? I'd no, like to right. see you try. Uh, we did a we did Star Trek the motion picture a remembrance. <laughs> yeah, uh, we built we built our own leagues of extraordinary gentle people. Hell yeah! <laughs> favorite giant robots, favorite fictional doctors. Where Patrick picked Sean Connery from Medicine Man, despite the fact <laughs> that he could not name the character's name from the movie Medicine yeah, Man. Yeah, it's He's Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> Come on. Uh, favorite athletes turned actors. Favorite French fries. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's a favorite, lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones. Favorite adult swim shows. We then built our very own Cage Connery super teams. Nice. Yes. Uh, we did the Steely Dan ephemera episode where we discussed Moby inducting Steely Dan into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well as an episode of Yacht Rock. Um, and then, uh, we did our Ready Player One IMDb trivia. We shinned our own movies. Favorite sad 90s band was the last mini-sode. Uh, what a year it's been. What a goddamn stupid fuck of a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, talking about Rise of Skywalker again was just like, yeah, that was December of what, 2019 technically? And I yes. distinctly remember like... Yeah, my wife and I went out to a fancy dinner literally that night, and we toasted because I had just got some uh, acting work, and I was like, this is great. I've got an acting job where my mom is still alive. We're going to go see a (laughs) Star Wars movie. Top of the world. And like one by one, those things were destroyed. Oh, Jeez. Yeah, yeah. the The last year has been, um, I'm going to say, egregiously bad, <laughs> yeah. like offensively bad. Like, yes, like, like, fuck off. Come on. Like my wife, my wife had a job, was laid off, got a new job, contracted COVID nineteen at that job, <laughs> and had to quit that job because Yikes. that job would not allow people to wear masks indoors. Well, because it's phone Nuts. support, buddy. Uh, what were they going to do? Mean, Let her answer her phone from home? Uh, they have not achieved that level of technology, friend. You're right. You're right. Doesn't I've exist in the world. never Come had on. a phone in my house ever. <laughs> Except not in, in my the 90s. House. Except in the 90s when I had that sweet clear phone. Oh, with yeah. the little fish in it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Stuff. You know what's even crazier? After that, we got a phone made out of foam. Whoa. <laughs> I always wanted a phone shaped like a thing. Like, I wanted that yeah. Sports Illustrated football phone, even though I hated Sports Illustrated and football and the sure. concept of sport. But that phone, 
that phone's real cool. True I've facts. always wanted one of those mount on the wall phones with the little cone that you speak into oh, and the yeah. one you put in your ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about you, you have to shout into the funnel. Yeah, you have to crank it to make it work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey guys, favorite phone. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what's your favorite phone? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the little clear phone that I had as a kid because it's the only yeah. phone I ever owned. That's right. You don't own a cell phone. That's right. That's a very no. big thing. A lot of people don't know about Patrick. Does not own a cell phone. He only carries a pocket computer. You can right. call him on it, but he can do math. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick sends all of his text messages by TI-83. It's true facts. Yeah, he's going to draw out the emoji in his Apple Newton and then transfer the files over. But every time that Patrick sends a text, it also sends the entire game Drug Wars. Yeah, oh, man, right? nice. Because I could never, I could never get those fucking TI calculators to play any games. I was so oh. mad. Oh, that's tough. I could never, I, I never figure had it out. To play some of them. I never had a TI calculator because they cost too much. Well, it was required for one of my, like, after algebra, the next level up Mm. math was just, like, you got to get it and you got to pay for it yourself. And if you can't, then, like, fuck off, I guess. Yeah, right. You're going to trade school. (laughs) So at our school, it was you needed to have a graphing calculator. Brand was not specified. So my mom bought me a Casio graphing calculator. Ooh, did it have good bleeps and bloops? It did, and it had a color screen. Ooh. It was actually like a way better calculator and like $80 less than a TI, but all the buttons were in different places, and all the menu options were completely different, yeah. and all the math books were written specifically for TI. For TI, yep, because you'd and flip so to the like, back, and it would have a diagram of the Texas Instrument layout, and yeah, mm-hmm. all the functions yeah. and shit. It was such a it racket. Made, Guys, why high I, school math was teaching you how to use a TI. <laughs> Yeah, math. Hey guys, favorite high school math. Hey, I'm going hey, geometry. Hey, buddy. First no, off, right. Mark, you haven't talked about your favorite phone. Neither of you. John, Goal favorite shit. phone. Uh, my favorite phone ever? Yes. Uh, it's got to be the phone that Cloud Strife uses in Final Fantasy VII <laughs> Advent Children. Nice. Good phone, it's good a good phone. it's one of those big chunky flip phones, but like in that weird valley between like like Nokia had fallen out of favor, but iPhone hadn't started yet. So it's that it's it's like a big chunky flip phone, but it's also like very sleekly designed and has like a really big, bright, beautiful screen on it. Hell yeah. yeah. I okay. want flip phones back, goddammit. They still make them. No, but like You can't afford them. Yeah. Anyways, Mark, favorite phone. Uh, I'm going with the uh, clamshell slash birth control dispenser phone from It Follows. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. That's nice. solid. It, it looks cool. I like it. Right. Ooh, honorable mention, the phone from uh, 007 Tomorrow Never Dies that has a little taser in it. Yeah, that's a that's good one. That's a good one. Taser phone. Yeah. I'm also a big fan of the old-fashioned uh, Get Smart Shoe phone. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking about shoe phone. I thought it Solid I joke. could only picture uh, Inspector Gadget though, and I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, no. Inspector I mean, Gadget had uh, like hand phone, like his hands yeah. turned into a yes. phone. Also, Inspector Gadget is just get smart with robot parts. Yeah, right. to the point where uh, Maurice Lamarche is just doing an impression that entire well, time. Well, but initially it was Don Adams. Was it? Oh, I never knew that. 
Wild. Yeah. I never knew that Deke Entertainment could afford Don Adams. Can I tell you how I, when I was a kid, the funniest thing in the world was when the Deke oh, yeah. logo would Deke. come up? Because and the I would voiceover go, sounds like it's giggling too, you know? Oh, I know. But like for me, the funniest thing in the world was when the Deke logo would come up very loudly over the baby going, Deep going, dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound like dick. That's funny. Yeah. That's solid. And every time it would happen, my mom would be like, don't swear. And I'm like, I'm just reading the TV. Yeah, that's the Bart Simpson bastard line. Yes. Anyways, favorite math? <laughs> Ooh, uh, non-Euclidean geometry. Nailed it. Patrick? Ooh, statistics. Because mm, I going... didn't take AP. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to go geometry because I spent most of my time, like most 90s kids, just drawing cubes and cylinders in my notebooks. Oh, it's so cool. You can make it look 3D, man. Right? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, what I, a could, crazy I never got the hand is... of the, the trapezoids or anything like that. Like, that mm. was a bridge too far for my artistic skills. I could yeah, never get no. the angles to look right. But yeah, cubes cylinders and, and cubes, baby. Cubes and cylinders. Uh, so this has been a crazy year. I don't know if I told you guys this, uh, but we're on Spotify now. What? That can't be right. Yeah. Surely they like have the some Rock quality Obama? assurance. No, it turns out they don't. It turns out the last... <laughs> Turns out the last few years, whenever I tried to submit our podcast to Spotify and it wouldn't work, it was because I just didn't click send. <laughs> oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Quality. So we're on Spotify Ooh. now. Nice. Uh, just cool. search for three white guys with beards talk about movies. I'm sure will be the first hit. Weirdly enough, I think that brings you to Chapo Trap House. Everything on Spotify eventually brings you to Chapo. That's not true. It brings you to Joe Rogan, and you know it. Well, that's because they're paying him a lot of money. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I couldn't remember if he left Spotify for a whole bunch of money or if he joined Spotify for he a whole joined, bunch of money. He joined, joined Spotify, Spotify for $100 million. Dollars. Yep. Guys, do you think we should move our podcast to Texas so we don't get taxed as much? <laughs> no, <laughs> because I like running water. Money. I do what like, yeah. Go ahead, Patrick. Your goof was oh, a lot I better than no, mine. Oh, I said no, because I like running water. Mm, fair. That thing, Texas, what ain't got? Yeah, but you John, know what else they ain't no got right there? Fucking Big Brother shoving its dumb face into your house, demanding that you have reasonable electricity. Yeah, true, true. They also don't have mandatory masks anymore. Yeah, that and Mississippi Guys. also uh, took off their mask mandate. So, uh, cool. So We're all going to die. Yeah, so how long before the American <laughs> South turns into the red zone from outbreak? Right. Well, see, and here's what sucks weeks, is probably it's all like it's, it's kind of like the idea of the non-smoking smoking sections that they have to use and that they used to have in restaurants where it was right. just like, that's not preventing the smoke from getting everywhere. <laughs> like having this shit happen in the South doesn't relegate it to the south that's kind of the whole deal with infectious disease that's true that's very true so i don't make any long-term plans i guess is my advice (laughs) right (laughs) what a stupid (laughs) shrill apocalypse yeah it's the worst apocalypse we probably could have gotten well and i'm thinking about like if we do survive and that's a pretty slim if i feel deeply sorry for ken burns 
because the documentary about this shit is going to be so dumb. <laughs> right? How are you going to spin a noble tale of COVID-19? <laughs> you see, the thing you have to remember is one time there was this Harvard graduate who got dumped by his girlfriend. Stay with me. I know it doesn't seem relevant, but we're getting there. <laughs> this is all really important. Trust me. There's this reality TV show host who likes to pretend that he's super rich. Why are we talking about him? Again, you just gotta you just gotta stay with me. You just gotta <laughs> trust that it's going somewhere. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the scene in, in Ken Burns' coronavirus where it's like the old Civil War letter and like the, the drum <laughs> behind it. And it's just like, Dearest Martha, I went to the grocery store today. Nobody was wearing masks. Well, see, that's the thing. It's going to be that tracking shot over, like, a fucking Facebook post of just, like, the big government (laughs) is trying to socially engineer us to wear masks. Boo, boo, boo. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. It's not going to be letters. It's going to be tweets. Ken Burns (laughs) is going to have to find a way to dress up tweets. Uh, Could Alec Baldwin's dead-on impersonation save a failing nation? (laughs) Tune in to the next part to see... The Blah. SNL section of the COVID-19 <sighs> documentary. Gross. That motherfucker yeah. literally Boom. had a sign that said, you're welcome on SNL after Biden. That guy has never not been an incredibly pompous asshole. What a piece I, of shit. Like it made somehow me so TFA happy. found a way to make him seem charming, but he has never not been... A self-involved asshole. Yeah, that's I loved very when true. The, I loved when the news of his wife just making up her fucking accent broke. <laughs> oh, so glorious. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, as we're winding down here, uh, beginning a new year of Body Counts and Beer, this is generally how we uh, uh, end up here. What is the movie that you want to, you, you, your dream, your next dream movie for this that you really want to take on? So we'll go around the horn. We'll discuss movies that we really want to do for this podcast. Patrick, we'll start with you. What's a, what's a movie that you really just want to take on? Chew on it for a little bit. Ring every last bit of flavor out of it. Just jam it in your maw and gnash down upon it with your teeth until all the juices run clear and it becomes a dry lump of nothing that you spit out. And then you realize you've been doing that for years and you've just got hundreds of dry lumps of goo. But then you put them together and all of a sudden it's in the shape of a man. And oh no, you have a dry tuna golem. What movie, Patrick? <laughs> well, when you read the list of movies we watched this year, the best one was definitely Hard Target. So that means I need more Brimley. And that means, I think, Cocoon? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say, like, The Thing. And you were like, nah, fuck that. I need to see old guys do breakdancing and basketball. Well, because I, right. I do think well, I'm, this I'm is with an Patrick action movie this. podcast. Well, I'm with you on this, Patrick. I think we need to put more movies through the process of determining whether or not they're action. Right. That's fair. That's fair. We might find a few surprises, and we might, if we're not careful, learn something on the way. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. Definitely with Cocoon. We have to learn something from Cocoon. Otherwise, why would it exist? It's such a long, boring movie. <laughs> it has to be educational. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to look up Cocoon right now. I bet its running time is fairly short. 
Uh, oh, but it's feeling time. It's feeling uh, time is so long. According, <laughs> according to the Wikipedia page, Cocoon is a 1985 American science fiction comedy drama film directed by Ron Howard. Uh, it is a, a budget of $17.5 million. That seems like a lot. With a box office of $85.3 million, which in the 80s was like billions. That's why they made a sequel. Yeah, you're right. Running time, 117 minutes. Just shy of two hours. Yeah. Yeah, two it hours feels like of Lord fine, of the Goddamn fine, Rings. <laughs> but yeah, we should we should branch out and just start putting movies through the process. Drop now, the science so I, on it. So I don't disagree with you there, but I am a little bit afraid that you came to this decision by how much you liked watching Road to Wellville. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, still, still, uh, just the confidence it took. To release that movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. man. Uh, John, what is your what is your next dream movie to well, take on? I accidentally threatened you guys with this. Oh, I knew this even was realizing coming. God it. damn it! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, since we already did Shin Godzilla, and we have uh, opened up this podcast to what I call the Hidekiano verse. Uh, there's really only four places that this can go. That's right. I'm talking about Evangelion 1.11. You can, uh, you are parentheses, not end parentheses alone. Evangelion 2.22. You can parentheses, not end parentheses advance. Evangelion 3.33. You can parentheses, not end parentheses redo and recently released as of yesterday in Japan after fucking years of delays Evangelion 1.0 plus 3.0 thrice upon a time. Goodbye to all of Evangelion. We are watching those when they hit Amazon Prime streaming like they keep threatening they're going to do and like I keep threatening to make a fucking marathon about it and you assholes are going to figure out if Shinji can summon the courage to get in the goddamn robot. Now, John, I got to point out that John listing all of the titles of all the Evangelion movies is the new John listing all the different kinds of cables that he puts into his TV. (laughs) So it's good that you've evolved, I guess. That's nice. Do I have to see the TV show Evangelion to understand the movies? I don't know. Oh. (laughs) That's kind of why I want you guys to see it. And here's the thing. I will say that in my defense, the first two movies are very much a recap of the series, but Mm. they like, they go deep into the action. Like they're way more action focused than the very character focused. But the third one is much more, it gets weird and gets way off the storyline into this like completely new direction. I don't know. I'm just, I'm very curious to see what people who don't, who haven't spent like 13 to 15 hours with these characters before seeing these movies actually thinks of these movies. And I will say the action is fucking rad in all these movies. Like this, Mark, uh, addresses your concern with Shin Godzilla that there wasn't enough like stomping on buildings. Bro. There's a lot of buildings what get stomped on. I mean, John, all you're telling me is that I should just go watch Attack on Titan. 
Uh, no, because that, in the end of its runtime, gets real into... Hey, isn't fascism kind of a good idea, though, when you stop to think about oh, it, isn't ooh, it? Really? Isn't it? Isn't it better than having choice and freedom? I've literally only seen, like, the first, like, three minutes of the first episode of Attack on Titan, where the Titans come and they've got big, gnarly smiles and they smash things. Oh, yeah. It's, like, that's great. Get out while like, that's good. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm done. Yeah. Right. Uh, Mark, dream movies for this podcast. Um... I've always wanted to. It's it's so out of the realm of possibility, but maybe now is the time to do it while we've got time. I want to do the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but okay. each podcast is going to end up being split into two parts, just like the old DVD extended sets. Right. Because well, there's just so much shit. Yeah, I've got the Blu-rays of the extended, and I think they are also split across two discs on that as well. I, God damn! In fact, I think the 4K that just came out might not be split, but I don't know. I know that the Ooh. 4K set does not come with the bomb ass amazing documentaries so like what's the fucking point nah. yeah those original extended edition sets had so much great bonus God, the joy of getting those and then that weekend it's just what was on you yes. would watch the whole movie and then you would put on the appendices discs and just have the whole documentaries going in the background <laughs> all and weekend. then you had that that fun interview where uh, they, uh, what's his name, interviews Elijah Wood as that German guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Charlie from Lost. Yeah, That's the Dominic. Old, Dominic Monaghan. Yes, there, there we go. Is. Yeah, that is uh, delightful. And he's just goofing him the whole time. Yeah, it's Solid. just a fun goof. Nice. Um, but as far as like normal movies, I want to watch Short Circuit. Ooh, okay. I'm down. <laughs> Yeah, and also I haven't maybe, watched that since I was a kid, yeah, and I loved and it when I was a kid. Same here, and I've owned it on DVD. I bought it specifically for us to watch on this podcast back in season, like the very first year we were doing this, and it never just came up. Now, but is I that the one that. with Fisher Stevens, or is that Short Circuit 2? He's in both. Yeah, he's in both. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, in the first one, he's <laughs> just Steve Gutenberg's sidekick, but mm. in the second one, he is elevated to lead human. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would also I would also like to watch The NeverEnding Story. Yeah, Whoa. I'd be down for that. Okay. That's like just a weird philosophical like fantasy movie. <laughs> Plus they got them statues with them boobs. That's true. <laughs> we could double feature that with Labyrinth. Or we could double feature it with Never Ending Story Part 2. Or with the lady who steals your memory marbles. <laughs> Fancy. Yeah, yeah. I also, uh, as an honorable mention to a movie I'd like to do, is I would like to do the uh, 1990s anime movie Akira. Oh, yeah. Because sure. Quarantine sure. has just shattered my brain, and I have regressed right back to high school me, where <laughs> all I nice. want to do is watch anime and play Final Fantasy. Well, there. all I want to do is zoom, 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 and then a boom, boom, just shake my rump. Gotcha. Nice. Gotcha. And you know what? With the proper kind of government funding, I think you could achieve that dream. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm going to get an FSA loan so I can shake my rump. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to need something for all those zoom, zoom, zooms. Yeah. If only that the man... If only the man with the money jacket was still alive so he could yell at you about how you can scam loans at the government. Are you talking about Matthew Lesko? Yeah. He is. They'll Are give you sure? $20,000 to write a novel. Is is Matthew Lesko dead? 
I haven't seen I him not. in a decade. I would assume that he's either dead or in prison because there's no so... way he would stop. Okay, <laughs> he's he is currently alive. He's 77 years old. Um, uh, and as far as I know, the last thing he did, he, he was, he, um... He's buying GameStock. <laughs> uh, in an interview with the Washington Post in July 2007, Matthew Lesko admitted having assembled his books from government guides to grants and loans. Quoting Lesko as saying of his first book, I plagiarized the whole thing and I didn't write a lick. Lesko wow. later added, I get stuff for free and I sell it for as much as I can get. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's going to... Patrick, any other uh, honorable mentions of movies you want to watch? Ooh. While you're thinking of that, let me just jump in with a couple more Ani mentions, which is how we're saying honorable mentions from now on. Ani-mens? Ani-mens? Ani-mens. Ani-mens. Uh, fucking the Blade Runners. Yeah, definitely. Like, I would be very interested to see how they feel through the lens of specifically action movies. Mm. But, like, mm-hmm. they're also mm-hmm. just real fucking good. Yeah, that's true. Patrick? You know, I think uh, I think because I've watched none of them and I haven't seen any of them since like Save It Private Ryan, we should probably watch like a, a good old war movie, like a Dunkirk. Oh yeah, oh yeah, or a uh, Bridge Over River Kwai. That's a good one. Right. That's got dynamites yeah. in it. Yeah, we haven't watched really many. Uh, I don't know if we watched any like real war movies. Uh, yeah, the closest know. we've gotten is the first Predator. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Commando. That's a good one, though. That's a good one. (laughs) It's true. There's some war stuff in the Star Warses, I guess. That's true. It's right there in the titles. (laughs) Um, Ooh, what about Brotherhood of the Wolf? Oh, I love that movie. I got that on DVD. We We keep talking about them cool, cool jackets. We should probably actually, like, do the movie. Yeah, it's never... It's not streaming, like, anywhere. Really? I, you know, it's some crazy French film. I don't know who actually distributed it over here. I think it's Miramax. Ooh, I was going to say, it could be. It could have that Weinstein stank on it. Oh, man, that could well be the case. I also would like to uh, torture Patrick with the Kill Bill duology at some point. Oh, God, please don't. Yep. Can we watch any of the yep. other ones? Nope. N- yeah, well, no, maybe, we definitely got to do that. Uh, maybe Inglorious Bastards. Okay, that's better. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I, I mean, at least Kill Bill Volume 1. There's a lot of great action and sword fighting in that. I mostly, and Patrick, do not answer me now. Save it for when we do the podcast. I'm very interested to know your specific grievances with these movies. Because I sure. do, I, I am largely not off of Tarantino's bullshit yet. But, like, I, uh... I could be convinced. But I do think that those two movies in particular, like, hold up a lot better than some of his other stuff. I am not absolutely sure that I ever even saw two. And I haven't seen one since high school, so I wouldn't remember what I hate about it. I just gotcha. distinctly remember hating it. Yeah, I'm just I'm interested to dive into that differing opinion. Yeah. Uh, is it possible that high school Patrick was just mad that it was a lady with a sword and not a man? <laughs> nah, that wasn't usually my problem with stuff. <laughs> I mean, I will say that in your defense, like, it's certainly Kill Bill Volume 1 is the, like, loudest Tarantino movie. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it is very aggressively a Tarantino movie. Yeah. 
not even just the actual soundtrack itself, but like every every predilection that Tarantino has ever had is like cranked up. There's so yeah. many feet. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Well, folks, this is it. Our five-year Podversary special. We're still doing it. Fuck you for thinking we won't do it. And fuck you for thinking we will do it. I don't care who you are, you son of a bitch. You're listening to me now. Yeah. Hey, you assholes need to wear a mask so that we can get pizza back in this podcast. Yes. Yeah, very true. Look Look at me. I am the podcast now. <laughs> and for this podcast, Body Counts and Beard, another year, I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And we'll see you next time. Five more years. Five more years. We're Five halfway there, guys. Years. We're halfway Five there. Five more years. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts from. You can check us out on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.